you for watching. This is the first episode of What Next with the Light Man. This series, What Next with the Light Man, is a series of videos that I'll be putting out to just answer a few questions or remind you of some few things that you know the scriptures would like us to focus on. Right? So let's let's dive right in. So what is today's topic? Well, today's question is what is the gospel? What is the gospel? Well, to actually start that question, I want to give you a little background into what the gospel is. Now, in the beginning, God created man in the garden in his image. Man was perfect. Man was just in the image of God. Everything about man was, was provided in the garden and he had no needs, no worries. Everything was perfect. However, man had one instruction god gave man this singular instruction said you must not eat out of this particular tree that's in the garden and man sinned man disobeyed god man actually went forward to do that thing that god said do not do and from that day onwards man was separated from god because sin disobedience and rebellion against god actually brings separation from god and so from that day man was separated from god and that was actually the beginning of death for mankind man was in the garden with fellowshipping with god in relationship with god in communion with god god was man's life source and man was constantly in fellowship with god now that sin brought separation from his life source man was instantly as he was driven from the garden, separated from fellowship with God, and separated from his life source, you know, like a tree and a branch. That relationship where the branch draws life from the tree, any branch that is separated from the tree is destined to die, destined for death, destined for destruction. And so this was the, the, the situation when the first man and the first woman sinned against God. They were separated from their life source and the result of that was death, decay, contamination, corruption. Now, there is a good news and this is actually where the good news comes in. You know, God in his mercy and his all-knowing, you know, love for mankind also prepared, God prepared, you know, a way out. To restore man back into fellowship with himself, God made a plan to send someone to pay for man's sins, to restore man back to fellowship and bring man into that, back into that life-giving relationship with, with the Father. You know, the Bible says the wages of sin is death. The wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. How was that gift given? How is that gift received? And that's where actually the gospel comes in. You see, in the scriptures, God actually tells us that Jesus is the sacrifice that was paid. In place of man, in place of man's sins, Jesus Christ went to the cross to die. Jesus went to the cross to pay for the sins that we could never pay. And because he was the precious lamb of God, spotless, blameless, without sin, without fault, 
his own sacrifice was acceptable to God. Now, if you and I were to pay for our own sins, it would not be acceptable to God still because at the end of the day, our, our sacrifice is, 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 is spotted, filled with dirt, filled with, you know, with filth, filled with corruption, filled with evil. You know, the scripture says man is desperately wicked. The heart of man is desperately wicked above all things. And so if you look at all of that, you can see that no one could ever really actually pay for their sins. So this is not a question of, oh, well, I, I didn't need that sacrifice. Well, we all need that sacrifice and we need that atonement for our sins. Jesus actually came to pay that that wage. Jesus came to pay for our sins. Now, remember I said from the scriptures where the Bible says the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life. So, okay, the gift is given. The gift is Jesus Christ, and that is the gospel, that God sent Jesus to be the sacrifice, to pave the way for our redemption, for our reconciliation with the Father. And that's the good news. Now, how do we receive this gift? How can anyone, how, who, who, okay, well, the question is, is it, is it, is it anyone that can receive that gift? The, the truth is, yes, the Bible says anyone that calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. If you, if you have that disposition of heart where you say, Lord, I recognize that I have sinned. I could never pay for this sin. And I believe that you sent Jesus to come to save me and to pay for my sins. The Bible says, if you believe with your heart and you confess with your mouth, then you shall be saved. If you call on the Lord Jesus Christ, if you put your faith in Jesus, you know, that, that's actually something that requires faith. You know, for somebody to say, well, I, I give you a check. Well, how, how, how will I know that this check is good? Well, you have to either know that the person who is giving you the check is good for it, or you go and cash it out. But guess what? We know that God is good and his promises are true. And so we can bank on his promise, giving us, giving us this Jesus Christ as the payment. Now, you see, what Jesus did actually was not just connect us back to the Father. He actually left us with the Holy Ghost. I'm going to come back to this topic of the Holy Spirit after now. But I want to really zoom in into this topic of the free gift of God. What is this free gift of God and how is it accepted? The free gift is Jesus Christ. This free gift is salvation through Jesus Christ and is accepted by putting our faith in Jesus, by believing in Jesus and accepting this um, sacrifice as it is for me, for me individually. It's not just like, okay, he died for the world. Yes, he died for the world. What about you? Do you believe he died for you? Now, many people have actually come to this point. And I want to invite you also. I have come to this point where I've put my faith in Jesus. I've come to this point also where I have said, Lord Jesus, I believe you died for me. I believe you paid the price that I could never pay. I believe that because of you, now I have restoration. I have redemption. I have fellowship with the Father. 
I am just like I was back in the Garden of Eden, in fellowship and in communion with you. Now, I have come to that point. I want to invite you, if you have not yet come to that point, where you've made that, that decision in your heart, to accept that gift, to believe in your heart, and to confess it. You know, it's one thing to say, I believe, but the next step is, okay, I believe, then what is your confession? You have to confess it. And that's why I would like to pray this little prayer with you. So if you if you have not come to that point, I would like you to please pray this prayer. And if you are at this point already, maybe you've, you've gone beyond here, I want you to just maybe put your hand on your chest and pray for somebody you know, near you. Pray for somebody that you know is not yet at this point. But if you are not yet at this point yourself, I want you to please pray this prayer with me. If you actually believe this truth that God sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die for you, actually believe that gave his son as a sacrifice for you then i would encourage you to pray this prayer with me Be, let us confess it together if you believe that let us confess it together in prayer can we do that all right heavenly father i thank you because you gave your son jesus christ to die for me you gave your son jesus christ to wash away my sins you gave your son jesus christ to restore me into fellowship with you I believe that you gave your son Jesus Christ to pay for my sins so that I no longer have to pay for my sins. The Bible says the wages of sin is death. I could have paid that, that debt, but you have paid it. You went to die for my sins so that I can have life eternal. The wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. In place of my debt, you gave me eternal life. I today receive that eternal life. Today I receive Jesus and I receive eternal life through Jesus Christ. Thank you because I am saved. Thank you because I am washed. Thank you because I am free. Thank you because I am new. Thank you because I am whole in you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Now, if you've prayed that prayer, I want to welcome you into what the scripture calls the body of believers, into the family of God's children. The Bible says, as many as believed on him, to them he gave power to become sons of God. So to become children of God, whether it's man or woman, whether you're Jew or Gentile, whether you're white or black, whether you're pink or purple, I want to welcome you because now God sees you as his son. God sees you as his own. So you're welcome to the family of God. In the next episode of this series, What Next? We want to explore. Okay, you've been saved. Okay, you've accepted Jesus. Okay, you have come to that point where you've decided to follow Jesus. What next? What next? What next? And that's what we're going to be discussing in our next um, episode. Thank you very much for watching this. I will encourage you to...
comment leave a comment for me i want to know have you come to this point was it someone who preached to you or how did you come to this decision i want to know how did you come to this decision and what other questions do you have about your journey of faith so please ask please send me a, a, a comment please leave a comment in the comment section